This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture says it expects big drops in farm income this year, but the Biden administration argues times are still good in farm country. USDA's Economic Research Service rolled out a report today projecting a 20% drop in net farm income this year when adjusting for inflation. Drops in commodity receipts and government payments are tied with higher production expenses to lead to that shift. But total farm household income for 2023 is expected to rely even more on off-farm income this year. Median farm income is pegged at negative $550, while median off-farm income is projected 4.5% higher at nearly $85,000. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack noted that issue in a statement this afternoon, but he also stated the last three years are among the best for the farm balance sheet in the U.S. over the last 50 years. The news comes as the department also announced more Inflation Reduction Act relief to distressed borrowers. Vilsack said $208 million will be split between about 1,300 producers to cover delinquencies and outstanding emergency loans. Vilsack says these producers are often in the most dire of circumstances. FSA has an emergency loan program. Uh, the interest rates of those programs are, are often higher than our normal uh, program, uh, and so it does make it difficult uh, for folks to make ends meet. Noah Wicks has more on the farm income picture in his coverage on agripulse.com. Also online today, two nominees appear to be on the fast track through the Senate Ag Committee. The panel held a confirmation hearing today for USDA Rural Development Undersecretary nominee Basil Gooden and Commodity Futures Trading Commission pick Summer Mersinger, who is seeking a reappointment to the CFTC. Kansas Republican Roger Marshall pressed Mersinger on the state of the cattle market, which she said is devoid of evidence of manipulation. I do feel strongly that we would be able to see it if there was manipulation in the futures markets. Um, not only are we surveying for that, but also the exchanges. That's part of their role. For his part, Gooden fielded many inquiries about the vast RD portfolio, including his thoughts on the department's biopreferred programs. We're excited both about the labeling aspect of the biopreferred program and also the um, procurement uh, preferences as well. Very impactful program, uh, and, and it's making a big difference in rural America. Senate Ag Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow wrapped up the hearing by noting her goal to advance the nominees through the panel in the next week. Steve Davies has more online. Finally today, new legislation would tweak USDA's civil rights efforts. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. An Illinois Democrat is looking to boost the accountability of USDA's civil rights efforts with a new bill. Congressman Jonathan Jackson introduced the Just USDA Standards and Transparency Act, which aims to address racial discrimination in USDA's lending programs. Jackson says systemic racism has been deeply rooted in the Department of Agriculture since it was first established by President Abraham Lincoln in 1862. For far too long, USDA has been exempt or excluded from having to comply with certain civil rights uh, language to give protection to all of its citizens. And so during these fierce land of competition, um, all the safety net tools that were in USDA were denied to African Americans in large part. That's why we need the JUST Act. Jackson says Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack has worked to address many of the issues raised in the legislation, but more can be done. He confronted it. For that, I applaud him and thank him for being honest, having a difficult conversation, his candor, 
and more importantly, not just observing it, he wants to do something about it, and he has. So this would be a further tool that the uh, secretary should have in order to give compliance, to give record keeping, and to give enforcement so that all people can have a fair chance at farming. According to NPR, only 36% of black farmers received direct loans from USDA in 2022, much less than the 72% of white producers. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. A new farm bill remains a top priority for more than 100 groups that know it impacts every American. Learn more at farmbillforamericasfamilies.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.